Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Where there's chaos beasts chaos. in the air! And on the chaos. ground. And they're, for some reason, British. Indeed. Mm. They're, they're I kind posh, of love the way that Rick portrays them, and I'm very sad that they're dying now. This is what this is all Rick has to do to make me be well, like, Well, they are trying Aw. to literally turn us into a lump of flesh. <laughs> it's not as unpleasant as it sounds. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> we Heather, li Heather historically likes Rick's NPCs I do if too. they have They're personalities. Delightful. Deep down, we're all lumps of flesh. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. This is true. Thanks. It's, it's not a lie. Why don't we stop this violence and settle down with some Earl Grey to go over all of this? They're chaotic. They'd never agree to such a thing. Also, the Earl Grey is a lump of flesh. Ew. Uh, no, well, yeah. it was. <laughs> Lumpy Earl Grey. It, it becomes flesh in your mouth. You're like, ah. Oh, it's a mimic yep. that's pretending to be tea. Yep. Ooh, that's funny. I like that a lot. This is our backdoor pilot into a Starfinder version of thing. Mm. <laughs> anyway. One of you is the mimic. That's uh, scary. Okay, anyway. Yep. <laughs> Quick, everyone drink gasoline, depending on whether uh. or not you believe that fan theory. Yeah, supposed to jump back into things. When last we had left our heroes, the doorkeepers had made their way into the Crypt of Air, the last of the four elemental crypts that they must transverse to uh, gain access to the inner sanctum of Hakatep. You had uh, made your way through the door. What do they call that? The Herald of Majesty door. It was wow. a polite door. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does some angry things to you if you try to. Mm. Get through it otherwise. Sure, we'll discuss that in the after party. I'm imagining it just blowing you off of the area into the lightning. Ooh. Uh, not <laughs> far off. Deafening you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. The, uh, followed by the cloud corridor, which you wandered around through and uh, had an unpleasant time. Not quite. Yeah, didn't like it. Didn't like uh, it at nobody, all. Nobody got confused, so there's that at least. It wasn't confusion, it was poison. I thought it was a confusion that causes poison. Or poison that causes confusion. <laughs> Something like that, yeah, because two almost Strike that, failed. reverse it. <laughs> that second one was correct. It is a poison that causes confusion. Wow. And wisdom damage, which is always fun. Ouch. Oh, gosh. Is it? I don't <laughs> I know that. if that's, that's true. My, my, my monk powers I don't think wisdom casters think that's fun. Yeah, I think I need my wisdom. I think it's what lets me do the stuff and the things. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, you guys had entered into a large chamber, uh, the what they call here the accurately described Hall of Winged Chaos. Yes. They should label the doors, and then we could guess at what's inside. It's true. We never would sometimes, have guessed this. <laughs> sometimes I do include door labels for things, and just like, what does this mean? Ooh, what exactly chaos. is I mean, the, the... the problem is if, if you told us that was the name of it, we would have been like, okay, everybody, look to the skies to see. Yeah. What exactly is the, uh, well, let me find one that you guys have already done up here. The Hall of the Crocodile King. So, yeah, I mean, that one was labeled. <laughs> true. Yeah. You... Then made your way into the room, began to investigate around, uh, had somehow awoken the guardians, the tainted chaos beasts that uh, have stood guardian here for 6,000 years. I at am which point concerned they had, uh, about the giant vortex of air at the other Oh, also there's a giant of, vortex of air. Yeah. Well, yeah not that, here, no, I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me that thought of yelling out, hey, guys, let's go into the vortex and have it suck them up like a vacuum cleaner. But I don't that think it would actually work. Terrible. And That's or it would possibly suck us up, which would be problematic. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that would backfire very quickly. So <laughs> <laughs> I like that Jordan wants to deal with uh, chaos beasts in the same way that people deal with wasps getting inside of their house. Just suck it up in a suck vacuum. Up. It'll be fine. <laughs> it works. It is. It's I mean, to be fair, a, a Hollis did kind of put uh, put two of them in timeout with uh, 
with the prismatic wall. That's what wizards do. I know, like, that was use awesome. some battlefield control, okay? So, you know, yeah, if I that'll... had a prismatic wall, I would put it around the wasp's nest and then problem solved. If I had a prismatic wall, I would always put it around wasp nest. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Seems like They're an overkill angry. for a wasp nest, but no, okay. Wasps. No. No, nope, wasps not. are the worst. Because those guys can re sting you, unlike a bee who's got a one and done. Yeah. At least they have the decency to die when they sting you. Exactly. Yeah. It's a whole thing. But battle had ensued. Uh, one of the. Chaos Beast had been slain. Fortunately, no one has up until this point been reduced into a pile of goo. Yeah, not yet. I'm looking forward to that, though. Uh, and we had oh, left good. off, uh, actually, after having a long and grueling round one of combat, we left oh, off at the God. beginning of round two of combat. God, was that With only one round? Oh, my gosh. Out. That was only one round. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I guess let's go ahead and cue things up. Kick in a little Sirenscape. Sirenscape. Uh, round two, same as the first. I mean, I'll take it because one of them died in the first round. Which was amazing. Convenient. So that brings what us to the first of the tainted chaos beasts. Uh, he will go ahead and circle around, basically dropping down to ground level. Uh, there's a five foot gap under there, which means that that in essence counts as basically difficult terrain because it is not small enough area for an escape artist check to be required because it is still larger than the size of his head. Yeah, he did see his other friend <laughs> get turned to stone yeah. and blow up. It's true. Oh, well, that was unfortunate. <laughs> so now here comes Gregory. Poor form. <laughs> he then uh, climbs underneath the uh, <laughs> wall, sticks we... his head out the other side, looks over at Hollis. Poor form, old man, <laughs> poor form. And then wiggles his way forward. Uh, unfortunately, all he'll be able to do is wiggle his way forward and get within threat range because that's going to end up being a double move for him as he rolls underneath there because uh, when they're not flying, they're not nearly as fast. It turns out, I guess, having constantly changing limbs does not make it easy for you to stride around. You don't say. <laughs> All I want's a decent pair of legs. From uh, Gregory, we go to Citra Nahamra. Well, <laughs> as a reminder, unfortunately for Citra, these things are impervious to sneak attack. Yeah, which means the amount of damage that I can really do to them <laughs> is uh, severely limited. I feel a little bad because it's like, yes, something that doesn't have true seeing or see invisibility and immune to sneak attack. Oh, wait, yep. can't you actually hamper them and like cut their movement in half? That might be really helpful. Only if I get sneak attack. Oh, only if you get sneak attack. That's yes. sadness. <laughs> That's my problem is that most of my awesome things I can do rely on sneak attack. Mm. Um, the curse of so, the rogue. So I am going to um, reach into my handy haversack, pull out my wand of... Uh, lightning bolt, and all right. I am going to cast it at the uh, one on the far southern side of the room. Pharaoh, the one that you had a clear shot on before, uh, that's also blind. Let's call him Cedric. No, that makes me sad. Let's call him Jeffrey. Where did call one Jeffrey? No, it was let's Gregory. call him Goffrey. Goffrey. <laughs> I feel like we're not getting these like uh, fancy. Basil. Enough. I don't know what's like. Basil. I need, yeah, Basil. Basil's Basil. a great one. Yes. Yes. There we go. We Basil. Let me go there is the, the most the British, British name, name of all, generator. which is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I can't yeah. kill one if you name it Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> this one is Basil. I shall shoot to Basil. Very well. So I have to roll a two or higher. Great. Uh, 13, uh, 32, 34. You extend the wand, speak the, uh, I believe it's a Terran word for die. A uh, fork of lightning shoots forth from the wand, closing across the distance. I will need you to roll for spell resistance. 
Alrighty. Uh, so I roll a 14. Nice. That's going to do it. Plus, t- oh, plus 10. Oh my God. My brain. 24. <laughs> a 24 will successfully get through his spell resistance. Always an interesting thing that blindness does not actually impact your reflex saves. Makes no sense. Because it doesn't bother your dexterity, right? Well, it gives yeah. you a minus four penalty on all strength and dexterity-based skill checks and opposed perception skill checks. But not on yeah, your Yeah, but it doesn't saves. actually mess with your dexterity itself. No. No. Even yeah. though it removes your dexterity from your AC. Anyway, but being flat-footed also doesn't impact your reflex saves, so, yeah. That rules minutia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets a 22 for his reflex save. So he saves. Okay. Still does half. Okay, so that is 36 points of damage total, so cut in half is a number. 18. Very well. A fork of lightning sears across the distance, slices into the side of this thing, which men still get somewhat out of the way, despite being covered in a, a shadowy miasma. Uh, Citra is going to take a five-foot step in a southerly direction, so I can mosey toward a flanky position at some point. <laughs> okay. From Citra stepping up next to Masika within the uh, protective bubble that is two and his attack of opportunity range. Yep. We go to two, who has uh, one target within his threat and reach right now. Technically, he has all three targets within his threat and range. But, um, hmm. All right, one of them is blinded. One of them has Sudi on top of him. So, yep, two will just go ahead and swing over Hollis's head and we'll just go ahead Yay. and full out attack. Thank you, friend. Attacking Gregory. And to be perfectly honest, he's been having no issue striking these guys with his attack of opportunity, which I think every one of them has hit. So he'll go ahead and power attack. Yes. So we have uh, this one's Gregory. The southern one is Basil. What's the one fighting Sudi? I looked up a random English name generator, uh, oh Albin, uh, which apparently right. the first name means an old British name, <laughs> 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 which means I don't think they know what it actually means. <laughs> That's boring. <laughs> It's Albin and the Chaos Beast. So two right. will heft and swing power attacking. That's a first swing. That is a 30, which will strike his target. He'll follow that up with a 26, which will strike his target. He'll follow that up with a... As a perfect 20, which is an automatic hit, cannot critical yes. these creatures. Yeah. Dang, three big hits, though, with the power and attack. And all of these get through, so... Um, get it. I think he's going to smush this. That would be great. Or Gregory never stood a chance. Let me see, because he might actually take that last swing at a different enemy if that second swing kills this one. So let me see, because he had already injured it before. And he's now doing, uh, because he took a two-handed grip, uh, 3d6 plus 27 per swing. So that first one was for 38 points. Wow. Thanks, buddy. That second one was for 36 points, which unfortunately means it is still going, which means this last one slams home for 37 points, really consistently nailing that range. Uh, however, that last wow. swing will just kind of chop the thing in two as he just brings up this, again, 10-foot-long kopesh and just starts hammering it down on top of the thing. Very good. Until Love him. Murder. Gracious. Big fan. Gracious. And then two there then two. turns his attention. Sudi's on that one, and that other one is circling. So two will go ahead and take a five-foot step, a little bit closer to the one circling wide around the outside, leaving the uh, the northernmost one to Sudi. Okay. Uh, which brings us to this other one. The blind one. The blinded one. Also known as Basil. Basil. That one's Basil. Basil. Basil Basilsworth. He will. Basil of Baker Street? No, because that one makes me sad. I love Basil <laughs> He'll go ahead and sell forward and land, although doing so provokes an attack of opportunity of which two will take. 
Well, and he's blind, so he doesn't know. Two is still power attacking, and uh-huh. that is a 28, which will strike his target. Nice. It's almost like this lawful good thing has specially designed to kill chaotic things. And more importantly, these things have damage reduction against anything that's not good aligned, and, well, <laughs> Exender. Uh, chops home for 36 points of damage as he slams down on the thing again. Man, you weren't joking the creature, about the consistency. Yeah, it's it's right in there. It's uh, The random number generator really likes that consistent rolling. Uh, the creature lands and then will lash out with a, uh, a scorpion-like stinger that explodes out of its side and stabs out at two. 58 will get through the mischance. Oh, dang. However, 29 will not strike two as he hops back and out of the way. Yay. Nice. Oh, wait, I apologize. 29 will strike two. Oh. I forgot to adjust uh, two's armor class back down since he is now huge size. Oh, because he's big. Okay, big boy. He's a big old boy. Because his armor class is actually a uh, 32 when he's small size, which is why he rocks that for a while. Still, Stinger lashes out, actually strikes two, inflicting some damage. 17 points of damage to two. Boo. Ouch. And we'll need him to make a fortitude save. See, he's not immune to curses. Uh-oh. That is, however, a perfect 20 for Yay. a 36. Oh. Nice. Yay, too. Yeah. Two's the uh, best. So we're going to get to see Citrus curse breaking for, like, the first time in three books <laughs> well, or something. Say, I, I do know how to disable curses. Yeah. That's true. That takes us from the Chaos Beast to Hollis. Well, Hollis looks at the one that's dead. blind. He's like, mm, okay, that one's blind. Um, I'm going to look over at... Wait, so that's Basil Albin in the north. Uh, and I'm going to cast north. a curse of dragonflies on him, which is an air curse conjuration spell. Um, okay. And I'm going to make my spell resistance roll. See if I can take his uh, flying away. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, I roll a nine for a 28. A 28 will get through spell resistance. All right. So he gets a will save. As I invest him with cursed elemental en- energy, making the open skies anathema to him. Okay. But he may make the save because it's only a fourth level spell. Well, maybe. Uh, that's a 22. That's exactly what he needed. Oh. Uh, so he is not cursed, but I am sad. It was close, Bummer. though. You almost got him. True. So close. And then I'll, you know, I like where I am. I'll just hang out here. It's fine. That brings us to the remaining chaos beast. Oh, the one that's not blind, a.k.a. Albin. I was going to yes, say, there are the two one that remaining. Is not blind. There are two of them remaining, technically. Uh, he'll start with the fly check to hover. Fail. Succeeding. Dang it. <laughs> he will then turn as the ch- his chest cavity almost seems to blossom out, Blech. shooting what? barbs and tentacles in every direction <laughs> as he'll take all four attacks at Sudi. That's fair. That's fine. That's my lord. May- well, maybe fine. We'll see, what he ha- see how he's rolling. They are going to hit uh, things. That's a 40. That's going to hit. <laughs> it's a 31. That's a miss. That's a 36. That's a hit. And that's a 33. Uh, that's a hit. All right. Well, so that's going to be three hits. Because I'm big. I will need three fortitude saves from you. <sighs> Nuts. Don't become flesh. <laughs> Do you have a bonus against curses by any chance? No. Uh, oh. That's a problem. <laughs> First one is a six for a 26, then a perfect 20 for a 40, and then a natural one for a 21. God, you and the freaking. Oh, uh, <sighs> it had to happen eventually. This is problematic. I'm going to be goo, y'all. 
All right, Lots so first off, you take uh, 15, 15, and 14 points of damage, respectively, because I know you have damage reduction, so... Okay, so that's 29 total. Secondly is, you manage to fend off, you basically bring up one arm, fend off two of the tentacles which wrap around your arm. As they do so, they grow quills, like a porcupine Ooh. that dig into your flesh. The third one, as your arm is brought up, streaks in and stabs you straight in the stomach. Ugh. You feel Ugh. this convulsive, almost undulation through your body. My insides uh, are jiggling. No, oh no. That's gross. That's a problem. As this happens, uh, all of you uh, look over to see Sudi's legs wobble and then collapse. <laughs> as he nearly falls, splashing down almost on top of him as like one arm just starts to droop down, the other one kind of held up in place by this thing. Oh, that's the As curse. your form melts. Uh. Great! We'll get to everything that that entails, uh, actually right now, because it's now Sudi's turn. I'm melting! I'm melting! In essence, your clothing and armor, weapons, helmets, rings, all of it becomes unusable uh -oh. as your, your now ooze-like fingers. Oh no. Large items worn, including uh, like your backpack, uh, but even shirts seem to hamper more than helping you anymore as they cling to your amorphous form, uh, uh, reducing uh, your I dexterity by four. I hate oh. it. So this is just your speed a, is, is uh, reduced right. now to ten feet. Like a curse. And you just kind of glob down. The good news is, you have gained the amorphous quality, which means you can no longer be critically <laughs> hit or sneak attack. That's right. You can't sneak wow. attack. So, so what I'm hearing is it can't get any worse. <laughs> don't say things like that. The don't. Yes. Never say. You always say stuff like that, and your, it can get worse. Your eye patch falls free from your head. Even worse, the the gooey, furry mass that was your forehead rolls over your remaining eye Why? as you are now blinded. You can, through an extreme effort of will, attempt a will save to regain some degree of your, uh, your composition. Your essence. <laughs> this is terrible. Welcome oh, to gosh. Find the Path of the Thing edition. Yep. Yep. Um, so I'm assuming will save gives me like one attack, basically. A will save will allow you to reestablish something that vaguely resembles your form for one minute, as you can more oh or less put gosh. yourself into a bipedal situation again. You're just <laughs> enough situation. to actually stand and do things. <laughs> um, as so a side gross. note, uh, spells that change the victim's shape, such as alter self, beast shape, elemental body, and polymorph, do not remove the curse, but hold the creature in a stable form. Um, so, for instance, if someone polymorphs you into, like, a lion, you'll remain a lion for a short period of time. By the way, you've also taken uh, one point of wisdom drain. Ah, my wisdom. I need that. Masika, do you have a remove curse? I have it, but I don't know if you do. I don't think I have one memorized right now. I have disable curse. Because remove curse is a standard action, which I, I have it, so I can use my turn for it unless somebody else before me has Please it. Please remove the curse. I want to be a real, a real cat boy again. <laughs> yes, we need those monk... Like fighty fights. I know. Oh gosh. All right. Well, uh, uh, you I said... can get into the worst case scenario once we get close to the worst case. We scenario. all turn into blobs. We just blob around. Oh no, no. Sudi's situation can get much worse. Yeah, it can get worse. Uh, I kept yet. telling him to shut his mouth. <laughs> so uh, that brings us to Sudi, which means oh, um, gosh. it is a standard action to attempt the will save to regain your form. Uh, I'm wondering if I even want to do that. I mean, it doesn't hurt to do it. If you choose not to do it, you may attack, although you are attacking with a minus four penalty and a 50% mischance. 
as unfortunately you can't, your face is now covering your eye. Um, that's gross. That's gross. I'm melting. Um, I mean, that's up to you. You could technically, you still have your class abilities. You can flurry of blows with your little ropey arms if you so wish. <laughs> I don't want to have the mischance, so I'll go ahead and try to make the will save to put, put myself somewhat back together. Okay, uh, that's an 18 for a 35. Very well. For the rest of you, I imagine you look over in horror. Oh, yeah, that's the gross. Steadily growing pile of like black fur ooze. That was Sudi. Don't break it. Bathroom, you know that. Gross... This is worse than Sudi losing his eye, <laughs> hands down. Worse. Yes. Oh my gosh. Sudi, with a tremendous effort, you focus as hard as you can because of the adherence of your special stone that it is still somewhere in place on maybe your cheek by this point. <laughs> as Sudi melted with your flesh. <laughs> As Sudi focuses and all of you just see like the form kind of writhe and much akin to Clayface from the Batman animated yes. series just kind of like stumbles up or the uh, the reforming himself scene from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man of yeah, Sandman, Sandman struggling to put himself together manages to make an approximation of a cat foot folk monk as he stumbles up to his feet. I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's just <laughs> ridiculous. I have to you laugh or else I'm going to scream have a move action remaining. Uh, now that you have made that check, you have reestablished your normal form for one minute. This is real gross. This is real bad. This is yeah. gross. <laughs> um, I everyone, like... I'm sure everyone that knew what these things were, were like, I really hope someone fails this because oh, God. of this ability. Um, <laughs> so Sudi's going to put, characters. Sudi puts himself back together by sheer force of will. I'm going to take a strategic five foot step away <laughs> and turn over to two and, and go hold up a, like, a gooey thumb and just be like, you've got this too. <laughs> All the rest of you here just like bloop, bloop, sound coming out oh, of God, Sudi. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> Just, Two turns, having no. mentally hurt you with his telepathic powers, it gives you a thumbs up. He's good. He's good. Just uh, this is odd. Just, Ugh. just suck it in, like like you're sucking in your gut. Just suck it in. Says two. So Sudi, Sudi uses the rest of his move action to try to like lift up his Sucking like up. six pack that's currently like dangling <laughs> off one of his legs to like put it back where it belongs. Two looks down towards uh, Masika's like, I really hope you got a way to fix this. And then uh, turns his attention back to what's going on. I do if you don't, so we'll be okay. Be okay. Citra it's just might disgusting be able to and horrifying curse. and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sudi, at the end of your turn, you will also need to make a fortitude save against the is continued effect. Is this why y'all never want me to use stone to flesh? <laughs> yes, this is exactly why. <laughs> this is exactly the reason. It's uh, disgusting. It's pretty gross. Although, hey, I mean, he's a creature. That's a 19 for a 39. 39? All right. I've been you have punished made the, by the dice enough. <laughs> you have made the first of the necessary three consecutive saves to end oh. this effect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's oh, true. Having so to roll three consecutive saves. God. It's so delightful. Good. It's so impossible. It's really good that Hollis didn't fail this because you also cannot spell cast when you're just an easy no. glob. I would have been like, I'm just going to hit him. <laughs> I mean, you, I'm sure Hollis could make the will save to reconstitute herself. But, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, from Sudi, we go to Masika of the Beckon. Narmer. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm traumatized. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. 
I give up. Hockatep can we have it. We need to fix Shooty. Oh, oh, what if we just shoved all of his ooze form into that mech? We could go back and get that mech, right? <laughs> he could just be an oozy boy inside of a mech. It'd be fine. <laughs> um, which one of these horrific creatures is uh, is the more injured? I mean, the one that Sudi is facing was just struck once by two and then by Sudi um, the twice, one... I believe, on his turn. The yeah. other one has been stabbed like twice by two and blasted by your spell. But I'm in more Masika. danger. Yeah, I'm going to have to move so I can see this thing so it doesn't get a cover. All right. Uh, Masika will move so she's between those two pillars. Um, she's still next to two. Um, I will cast on the defensive. Okay. Closing on the northernmost of the uh, the two Chaos Beasts, the one that just infected Sudi. Oh. Cursed. Mashika, whatever happens, don't turn into some sort of globfish. Should be terrible. Oh. <laughs> they're sad because they're in the wrong pressure. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I get a 29 to get past the for a fifth level spell. That's enough for combat casting, right? Uh, DC 25, so yes. Yeah. Masika strides uh, over. 34 attacks. for its spell resistance. 34 will get through your target's spell resistance. Um, it needs to make a uh, reflex save. Reflex save. Uh-huh. It's decent. Uh, it's a 26. Yeah, that passes. Um, Masika casts Flame Strike, so it'll take half damage. All right. A column of fire streaks down from the heavens, slamming onto this thing as Sudi stumbles free. All right, so Masika does 52 points of damage. Nice. Uh, have, that'll be 26. A solid hit as a column of fire burns across the creature. It writhes from the impact like an alien thing under a flamethrower. Gross. Um, so that's the end of my turn. <laughs> From Masika, we go to Citra Nahambra. Okay. So my disable curse. Um, it acts as remove curse, except uh, I use my disable device check against the curse. Okay. It says it will take two D4 rounds. All right. Let me do it. I, I can do it as standard action. Okay. Um if that's the case, I think I'll just cast another lightning bolt. <laughs> Seems good. So. All right. I'm assuming, are you going against the the southernmost one again? Yeah, because that one's been hit a few times, correct? Yes. Yeah, let's see if we can't get rid of him. Very well. And I believe I just had to roll a two or higher. I roll a natural 20. Woohoo! Nice. Nice. But it is good. All right. And so uh, he's probably going to save, but. Yeah, you never know. There's a one on every day. That is not a one. That is, however, still a 19. Hmm. Yeah. Well, half damage is better than no damage. All right. Nope. So, so you extend the is... wand again, speak the command word. A fork of lightning streaks forward, uh, slicing through to square, although, of course, in no way impeding the extender Archon, who's immune to acid, cold, fire, electricity, everything, before cutting into the beast. All right. That is 46 points of damage, because look at all them sixes, guys. Nice. Yeah. Very so nice. divided by two is, uh, what, 23. 23 points of damage. All right. A good hit as your lightning bolt forks through, slices into your target. It rocks back with the impact. You have move action if you'd like to take it. Um, hmm. I think I will step between Sudi and the thing. All right. Please don't pretend to. I only have one steps forward to uh, defend Sudi. Please I also have a bonus goo. against curses. so okay. That's true. Actually, I could get another. It just would take time. Taking us from Citra to two. 
two will start by hefting his blade and swinging at the southernmost one, the one that's uh, blinded, covered in the shadows. Mm. That is Basil. a perfect 20, which will automatically hit. He cannot critical. I think that's twice this battle. That's that so is sad. twice, yes. I criticaled with a flippin' spell that I can't critical with. I know, it's so with. sad. It's always when they're blind, or sorry, when they're immune that you critical all the time. Cleaving yep. into the beast for 40 points of damage as he cuts wow. the thing in two. Nice. Nice. He then hefts, job, spins, too. and swings back in the opposite direction at the other one, continuing his power attack. I love big boy, too. Two's the best. All right. Albin's the only one left. That is a 33, which will strike his target. He'll follow that up with a... Slowly destroying the polo team. <laughs> he follows that team. up That's with a British, 26, right? which will also strike his target. Nice. The art occasionally looks like a camel when I look over at it. Almost like they have a little hump. Oh, I Let's see go what ahead you're and uh, roll all that together. So for a collective 75 points of damage oh, as he chops oh. down Dang. twice. Cleaving the third one into bits and pieces oh, as he reaches his blade free. Dang. Sudi? Uh. He glances nervously back over towards the catfolk, bringing us to Hollis. Since I will Hollis need to continue gonna... tracking this in rounds to determine uh, whether or not Sudi loses more wisdom. Hollis is going to run not, over, not I think, having to use her entire 35 feet of moving. Um, Very well. To boop Sudi with a remove curse. Because this is a curse, right? I think I would know that this is a curse. Two uh, did say that it was cursed. Yes. Uh, and so I have to make a caster level check. Yep. You will need to make a caster level check against the DC of the curse. All right. That's mm, not the worst. It's like an 11. It's a little bit better than average. 26. A 26 will succeed removing Yay! the curse, although Sudi does still have the wisdom drain. <laughs> Is it drain or damage? It's it is drain. drain in this case. Yeah. Ugh. Which is a problem. But it's only one, so it doesn't actually impact my stats. So. Alright, there you go. That was horrible. Oh, oh that feels better. I'm glad Let's my... never do it again. I think so do you like right slurp place. back up into your, your oh. regular form as everything you know, readjusts itself back in place. We all look nauseously away. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know when cats have like an itch in their dogs or anything else, and that like their entire body shudders with it. Uh, it's, he just yeah. keeps doing that over and over again until his muscles settle back in place. <laughs> I'm gonna look away from him. <laughs> uh. Masika sta steps behind one of Two's wings so she can't see. Darby searches a flipper in front, in front of his eyes and yours. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, shoot! It's so good to have you back to normal. With your rock hard abs. Oh, it's glad to be back. And I'm glad my abs are where they belong. I've worked hard His for them to be there. abs are covered in fur. They're I know, but you can, there, though. you can still see the cut definition through them. It's really impressive. Okay. I can honestly <laughs> say that's not something I typically look at when I look at Sudi. Uh, but glad to have you back in solid form. I mean, I'm mostly on, like, Mashika's shoulders. Or anytime he's, like, in large size, I'm, like, I level with his abs. <laughs> I'm not usually doing also, much Also, how fights. many times has Sudi been cut? Like, his clothing has been cut in that area. That's <laughs> true. He has, like, Natalie Portman levels of uh, midriff ripping every time he gets in a fight. <laughs> 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 You're welcome, Listen. audience. Yep. All right. Great Star Wars runes. action here. <laughs> Sudi's abs are nice and all, but uh, runes, that's what matters. Masika is going to try to figure out what the is going on with this giant swirling vortex of air. Please don't trigger that. just glances about. Uh, would, does anyone want to queue? Oh, yeah, queue. Yeah, oh, we sure queue. Can you boot me yeah. while I look at this rune? 
I'm only down ten up. hit points. But I'm only down a tiny amount, but we might as well all be full. Might as well if he's gonna offer. There is no reason take. not to be full with infinite healing. It's true. And time. It'd be different if we like we're being chased or something. Looks like Hollis is going back to looking over the uh, the floor. Does anyone else have anything they want to do in the interim? Sudi will escort uh, Masika to to the edge of the swirling vortex of of badness. Of shenanigans. <laughs> oh, shenanigans. Sorry, the whirling <laughs> vortex of shenanigans, not to be confused with the whirling vortex of badness. That's in the other room. Yep. We haven't met that, that yet. <laughs> That's in the room beyond. So I'll probably just do a Passover of the room to see if there's any secrety things that I can find. So go ahead and make me a perception roll as you look over this. Hollis, go ahead and bounce me a knowledge arcana. And uh, let me take care of Sudi and Masika here real quick. Masika pokes Sudi a couple times as they walk over just to be like, okay. I'm okay. <laughs> you know? I think it's all still there. I mean, it feels like it's all still there. And I'm very in touch with my body, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it's all still there. Did You got the mask back on, right? I'm like yeah. wearing the mask. Yeah. Good. Okay, good. It yeah, slurped back not. to the right place. It, it slurped let's, back up whenever his face slurped back up from the let's ground. Let's just not leave that uh, like hanging around on the The, the more Rick floor. talks about it, the worse it gets. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't like. Don't like. It's like a wax cat statue melting in the sun. Oh my gosh. I hate it. Masika, Sudi, you step out onto a platform. You kind of you walk down, you walk through the 30 foot wide exit from this chamber between the two large pillars that make just kind of a 10 foot wide exit for you to step free onto a you'd say some 40 feet across platform that extends 15 feet out or so over a void. The sudden crash of thunder reverberates from above and a flash of light briefly illuminates a circular shaft massive in diameter of indeterminate height and depth its pale walls are made of smoothed, unblemished limestone. And as you step out here, you're immediately hit with the massive gust of wind whipping around through the center of this chamber. You'd say somewhere around maybe 50 mile per hour winds. Yikes. The clouds above you roil in the upper reaches of what you can only assume is this great chamber. And the chill, unceasing wind howls constantly. During the indeterminate flashes, you can occasionally see that there look to be other platforms. Perhaps one somewhere off towards your right and above you, maybe a hundred something feet away. Another one that you briefly see on the opposite side of the chamber, a little bit lower than the level of the platform you're on here. And then if you squint hard, you think you can see a fourth platform on the southern side, meaning that there looks to be an, a platform on both or a it looks to be a platform on each of the cardinal directions leading off of this chamber. Judging by its size, you think that this is actually the very center of the pyramid. Oh, okay. And pyramid it looks like it hollow. may and it looks like it may ascend and descend the full height of the pyramid. So if we fall, we're falling a long, long way. Well, you know that you're about two hundred and seventy feet up the face of the pyramid right now. <laughs> Woo! When Goodness. you came in here, so Big splat. I don't know if you go back and uh, report to the rest. Um, well, I mean, is the wind and stuff magic? Uh, detecting magic, you can determine that the wind effect in here is magical. However, it does generate overwhelming magic. Hmm. As in, this is some form of, you think, maybe a side effect of the artifact level magic that powers this structure. Hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, so we're not getting through there. Okay. Then I guess 
Yeah, just kind of meander over to where everybody else is. Making your way back to your compatriots. Hall is spending some time looking over the uh, the floor in here, this jumbled jargon. Uh, I rolled a four for a 32. You can determine that the the symbols and forms here are a jumbled variety of poorly executed and strangely altered summoning and protection circles of some form of arc, maybe some sort of ancient arcane tradition. A brief study of this just tells you that this is some form of complicated magic that seems to be specifically designed to work to bind chaos. Oh. In much the way that a magic circle can be made for law or chaos. Hmm. Ah. Although, again, it's of a tradition of magic that you have no familiarity with. Huh. Sudi Masika, huh. you return back to the rest, and I imagine uh, all of you wait around until Hollis finishes her examination. I think this is the thing that let them bind these chaos beasts and potentially change them? I don't know. It's weird. So, uh, that, that's the, that's a shaft that runs from the top of the pyramid to the bottom and probably has something to do with how it flies, considering that wind's generating, like, artifact-level magic. Um, there are three other platforms, um, but with the winds that strong, I don't know how we're going to get to them. Hmm. We probably can't just fly? No, it's a storm. You can technically fly as long as you are not small-sized. Oh, it's, okay. It's a check to stand up to the winds, though, and not get buffeted and stuff around, isn't it? So, uh, first off, you're going to be taking a fly penalty. Fortunately, it is not up to hurricane force winds, which are 75 mile per hours, which would actually cause you to be blown away if you're medium-sized. Which also means we could technically walk through it, too. Correct. Although, again, it's a platform that extends over open space, so unless you have, like, air walk or something like that to let you walk on thin air. Oh, I thought there was like a spiraling platform, like a spiral. No, there's separated. Four, four landings. Yeah. Oh, great. Extending yeah. out into an open silo, which drops down. Oh, great. Okay, yeah, that's a problem. So being that you are medium-sized, you can fly. Yeah, Masika doesn't actually have any ranks in fly because she usually just uses it to move around, not in combat, and it's not actually a class skill for her, even though she has a hex that gives it to her. So... Yeah. Yeah, I end up with like an yeah. 11 with my bonus from I get an 11 with my bonus as well for my boots. I think the fly spell gives you what? Like a bonus equal to your caster level. level or half mm-hmm. your level? Yeah, that's, so... the, that's the seven that I get that helps me get up from the four <laughs> that I have. Yeah, and I so... have a seven, which the four I get from the boots. I can dimension door one time. How far up is the top platform? The platform that you'd seen to the north seemed to be about 100 feet above the platform that you were at. Can I see the tippy top one? That does seem to be the highest up. Oh, that is the highest up? Okay. I mean, we're already, yeah, we were already near the top of the pyramid. You're about 200 feet up the face of the pyramid right now, and it looks like there's another platform about 100 feet above that. Okay. So we are allowed to dimension door as long as we're not, like, going through walls and stuff. As long as you have line of sight, correct. And I have line of sight to that platform, so I could just dimension door all of us up there. The highest platform is probably the one that leads into Hakatep's chambers. Are there other platforms we want to go to? The other two, yeah, there's two other platforms. I have one dimension door. You tell me which one we want to go to, and I well, can Well, we can there. fly, because, um, like, yeah, you guys have overland flight. Um, Citra and Hollis have overland flight, right? Depending on what this penalty is going to be and what this check's yeah. going to look like, sure. If if it is pertinent, eh, I think it might have been something of what um, Masika was kind of getting towards there. I technically have the wing strength. I once flew in a tornado, and it slowed me down a little bit. He's big. Masika well, holds like her arms up like a toddler. 
<laughs> carry me in your big strong arms. But I don't Everyone know if you can carry bag. all of us. <laughs> I mean, actually, everybody get in the bag is not a bad idea either, right? Can we all fit in And the have bag? two flies across? Only two people can fit in the bag, I think, is what we figured out when we did this in the water temple. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The uh, water only we had a bigger sorry. bag. We're going to need a bigger bag. So, in answer to your question of whether or not two can fly with you, yeah, you guys are getting a lot of mileage out of this uh, this summon. Yep. Um, yep. In his current huge size four form, his light load is two thousand one hundred and twenty-eight pounds. <laughs> certainly, so certainly. Everybody climb on his good. back. If you wanted him to just, well, he's got giant flaming wings. But if you wanted him to I scoop like two of you up in each arm and just fly you over there, that <laughs> is technically well within his. Uh, Great. Unless yep. literally each of you, with all of your gear, was over 500 pounds. Um, nope. He nope. has no problem. Nope. No. I think you're probably just like like a dad having to deal with too many toddlers, scoop up all four <laughs> of you with one arm and just sell his way over there. All right. Two, carry us. We all put our arms up like toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> like toddlers. <laughs> all right. Everyone line up. Um, <laughs> two was totally yeah. worth every single gold piece we spent on Yeah, we love two. Two's yeah. the best. Yeah, he cannot be checked unless he is literally facing 175 power per hour mile winds. Nice. So <laughs> Well, okay then. We keep his card so this, we can yes, call on him. And this is why <laughs> for book six, you're always like, I'm going to gate in a thing. <laughs> you know? We've done this with several of our APs. Are we going up? Are we going down? I mean, we can check up, but I'm I'm probably I'm pretty sure that's going to lead into Hakatep's chamber majiggers. Well, if so, there's going to be some kind of barrier, right? Because we have to find the little pyramid to turn it off. Yeah, there's going to be a door that's sealed. I mean, we might as well start at the bottom and work our way up. Uh, We can do that. It's kind of weird that we start in the middle, honestly. Technically, we started well. Four doesn't really have a middle, but anyway. Ish, middle-ish, the upper middle. Okay, so <laughs> two kind of narrows his eyes, looks up. It's like, it looks like there's a platform 100 feet above us, 150 feet below us on the opposite side, and then another one oh, maybe 100, 150 feet below us to the left. Yeah, I think we want to go all the way down. So okay. we will go counterclockwise, mm-hmm. or clockwise, actually. Yes, That's clockwise, know, yeah. Yep. I think it's clockwise. Yeah, so we we have the giant our giant bird friend. This was the best summon. Oh He's my god, best. we love him so <laughs> it much. Was, it was uh, uh, definitely a wise choice. Definitely remembering Exender Archons for uh, <laughs> next time we get to this far in a book. They, if it's for the podcast, it has to be something different. I mean, yeah, just saying for the personal games, Exender Archon, top tier. True. Two scoops all of you up, takes the air, descends, making his way down, down to uh, the platform below. It actually is a smaller platform. There's not enough room for him to land there comfortably. Well, he they can, can drop you off and off. shrink yeah. down afterwards. Shrink, yeah. yeah. As he descends down. Narva's in the bag, by the way, since there's lightning flinging around in here. Probably wise. Yeah, seems smart. Since it's his vulnerability. Citra. Go ahead and make me a perception roll. Oh, oh God. Why don't no. you have that trap finding bonus no. in there also? No. <laughs> I'm going to trap my danger air tunnel. Traps. Air traps. How do you trap air? Yes. I am so confused right Some now. Some sort of like you pass through this area and it shoots you with it's, darts. Okay. okay. You know those depth charges? They have an aerial version of that. They're just held by little balloons. <laughs> All right. Um, that would be an 18 for a 46. Nice. Oh. You steadily descend down. 
circle, circle, make your way further down. Again, because of two's titanic size and massive wings. Just keep in mind that, technically speaking, when he's even though this chamber is literally a hundred feet across, two when he stretches his wings out to their full extent has a wingspan of thirty feet. Nice. As he wow. glides you down there, the flaming wings buffeted, sending up embers lost amongst the clouds surrounding you. As I imagine, all of you just hold up a hand and like lock your face against the uh, the blasting wind, squinting into the uh, the depths of the storm. As he's circling, descending. Citra, at the last second, you're able to note and shout out to two a warning, as you've noticed that about 10 feet below the level of the platform opposite of where you were, after you've descended down by a depth of maybe some 60 feet, along the wall, you see a thin line of hieroglyphs in the otherwise unbroken, solid, polished expanse of the inside wall of this. No way. With your exceptionally high perception check, you're able to note this as being a magical trap that in essence seems to span like a a spider web in the center of this silo, stretching from one side to the other to trigger the moment anything drops below that level of the silo. We should have thrown a coin. Shouting up to two, two pulls up his feet dangling maybe only a half dozen inches above the level of this as he beats his massive wings to arrest his descent. Problem? The platform is trapped if we go too low. Ah, okay. Um, I think just land on the platform and that should get me close enough I can hopefully get rid of it. I like the idea of him holding you though, like just flapping and hovering and holding you while you work. Well, he might end up having to like hold my legs while I go down there and you know, <laughs> get it. Two flies you forward. Uh, you reach the other platform as he uh, he delivers the party onto the platform as he lands on the side opposite from where you'd originally come down to give Citra a better angle as he touches down. Off towards the side, you see a wide, a 20-foot wide archway leading into another possibly chamber beyond, although it's difficult to tell from where you are in the mist and storm out on this platform. Who traps a giant air tunnel? Hawketub. <laughs> Hawketub. What if that's the, uh, the last which. barrier? <laughs> well, that's if you down. fall, right? If you fall, you would trigger if this trap. Fall, it's just like insults it. on injury. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, these like, adventurers are high level. You better be a good level. flyer, they, otherwise why would you be in here? Yeah. Yeah. But these adventurers, they, they're high level. They might be able to fu- survive a 300-foot fall. You know what they won't survive? Magic trap. Oh, the monk's going to be fancy and slow fall down this? I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, slow fall. And you see the, 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 your hand passes by a sigil as it erupts. Oh. <laughs> and it's a power word kill. No. Oh, no. Oops, bye. So, uh, I mean, if Citra likes, two could easily, like, grab her feet and dangle her over the platform so that she could get down there to disable the... Uh, that or we can grab some rope and make you a harness, you know. Or, whatever. yeah, I mean, they're like landing on this platform. You can see that there's a single pillar that is about five feet in diameter. And uh, again, there's a chamber beyond, although once again, you can't make out the details, but you can easily tie off a rope to that pillar. I mean, I think Holland is just going to stand. Dealer's here. choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever is going to give me the steadiest uh, <laughs> working environment, I think is what I'll go with. Okay. Yeah, two has no issue uh, dangling you over the side so that you can attempt to uh, disable the strap. Right. Two and his untiring muscles. Mm-hmm. Start. Okay. 
This would be a perfect opportunity for a shenanigans town picture if we had cell phones. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, All right, let's do it. It's like selfie. Self, selfie send, mode. Just send it to Disabling Falto. a trap. <laughs> Hope she oh, doesn't God. fall. <laughs> okay, cool well, um, I rolled a 15, which with uh, bonuses from the Senate board and just my trappy trap ability, that gets me a 50. Jeez. Hocketep thinks so his trap's so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you write it yourself, too. You know, dangles you over. Again, I imagine, considering how much tumbling you do, everything that you carry is already, like, well strapped in place. So even hanging yes. upside down, you're not worried about, like, scrolls falling out or anything. I've got a few extra buckles on my handy haversack. Mm. You lean down and look this over and determine that this is, in fact, a trap. Uh, in particular, this is a magical trap, caster level 18, that would target any spell or object that passes through the area with a greater dispel magic if the spell or object can allow a creature to fly or float (laughs) with a greater dispel magic. You saved my overland flight. I'm so happy. (laughs) Yeah, because two would have just kept flying and all of our spell effects would have gone. Just our flying. Would that work if you were under the effects of a feather fall? Like if somebody had dispelled your flying and you're under effects of a feather fall? It says fly or float, such as airwalk, fly, feather fall, gaseous forms, or it even specifies here winged boots. Because it's any no, object also boots. that allows you to do these My boots! For uh, one to four rounds, your uh, your boots wouldn't work, which is I, more I really than enough time for you to plummet to the ground. Bottom. Yeah. I really so. think Masika's first words to Hakatep are going to be like, you are just a jerk. You are like, just You're just a the jerk. Worst. You're even, yeah, you're evil capital You're just e or whatever. the pettiest little man. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Who raised you? Actually, we know so that. Mean. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> This is why your own brother wanted actually. to kill you. I know, but just I'm having the whole then, conversation in my head now. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> you appear to be safe and sound. Two uh, pulls Citra back up and sets her back down. Well, I guess since we're on this platform, we might as well just explore this one. Well, I'm pretty sure I've fixed whatever he did in there, so. All right, she feels particularly one? confident about this one. Yeah, since we're on this one, we might as well. All right, yeah, let's go All ahead right. and check this place out. I don't like this order. I don't like that we didn't start at the bottom because we started well, at the second highest. Well, we didn't have highest. a choice because it was trapped. I know. Well, no, I mean, like, the, starting at the second highest and having all these weird ones everywhere is very annoying. <laughs> I'm telling you, the entrance to the thing is at the top, so they put you in at the second highest, so you just have to take a hop up to the, you know, one level, and then you're at, you know, Hockatep's Inner Sanctum door, I bet you. Yes. I know. Ah. Prosma knows. I also love that that trap literally targets everything in a 100-foot diameter, 10-foot deep area effect. <laughs> Golly. Oh, man, that's so rude. He's such a Ugh. jerk. He's just a jerk. Oh, my God. Also, also, its reset is immediate. So no. if another person goes through, it immediately <laughs> oh, target no. them as well. Oh, dude. So you could literally hit fly. You get Featherfall reset. <laughs> Yeah, well, because that's the oh. thing is your fly would get dispelled. You'd float down five feet. It's a 10-foot level, so it you immediately know, dispels the feather fall and then twice. sends you the rest at the, at the beginning of this uh. AP, when we found the mask and we figured out what happened, I felt kind of bad for Hawkatap because he didn't ask for this. But now yeah. I'm like, no. no. He's a jerk. No. I mean, he didn't a- He didn't ask for this, but uh, and it, I wouldn't say he necessarily deserved it, but he was not a good man. Well, he didn't no. deserve this because it's caused everyone else trouble. But I guess it's true. Yeah, there, there was a <laughs> line a, that was crossed kind of that kind of <laughs> went from a little sympathetic to, I just want to punch you in the face. A and lot. We will. And we will soon. Repeatedly. Yeah. 
With my flurry of Sudi blows. Sudi specifically will punch him in the face. <laughs> specifically, <laughs> Sudi will do some punching. You step forward and make your way into a chamber, maybe some 30 feet by 30 feet. Not quite square, as it seems to be a little bit longer than it is wide. On the left-hand side, in the middle of the room, you see a doorway, although the doorway itself is blocked off. The floor of this balcony chamber is painted with a golden-hued hieroglyph of a wasp. Opposite of where you've come in are three basalt statues depicting humans with the heads of wasps, clad in priestly vestments and carrying ritual vessels on chains. The walls are painted with scenes of harvest, though the laboring peasants are being set upon by swarms of biting insects. On the wall to the side is the block of dark stone, a single cartouche of gold set into its surface. Three yellow gems in ebony settings are embedded into the surface of the cartouche. Well, let's start with what deity's got a wasp head? Uh, I'll give go ahead and give it to you guys taking 10 on knowledge religion. None. Calistria? I mean, she doesn't have a wasp head, but her, she got a wasp situation. But that'd be weird here, well, right? Well, but she doesn't have priestesses with the heads of wasps. I mean, this seems Osiriani in terms of, like, you know, human with head of Yeah, thing. And, I mean, I know Calistria is not just an elven deity, but would she really have been that well-known in ancient Osirian? Uh, just because the elves, elves were, were very prevalent. There was that one elf lady. I don't yeah. think they were necessarily common, though. I don't know, man. Well, I think if there would have been anything elven, it would have been there. Hmm. What does the cartouche say? The cartouche bears the name Nethashun. Nethashun. Is that on the list? It's not on the list. Is it of a person course. of import? Anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge history. Oh, I don't have that. Hey, I actually sure. have that. Not knowledge local. Hey, perfect <laughs> 20 for a 28. Hey, there we bad. go. I rolled a 15 for a 39. Oh. Well, don't I know, feel bad. I was like, I feel bad because didn't the perfect make the check because it was a DC 30, so Sudi didn't oh, know even with I his perfect 20. Oh, I couldn't have made the check. Oh, oh, it's it's right on the tip of his tongue. He's like, oh. I heard this. He's just like, I know this. Mm. I know this. <laughs> I remember it. It was in one of the it's library right books in Tefu. We're going to put one more book in that giant mausoleum in your brain, Sudi. <laughs> <laughs> I still got that image of giant that mausoleum. empty mausoleum or whatever. Where knowledge <laughs> goes to die? Really? No, like, you remember when we did that weird... Like the ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and my mind palace was very blank and it was like a big books. empty maybe mausoleum's not right, but a big empty library or something. Like the capacity to learn but hadn't yet been filled. Yep. So, Hollis, you are aware that Nethashun should not be on your list because it is not a name. Oh. Nethashun is a term that has gone out of favorable use. It was really only ever used during the first age of Osirian. And of course, language eventually evolved, and the terminology for that fell by the wayside. It's something even people that are familiar with ancient Osiriani, which is primarily Osiriani from the second age of Osirian, mm, the golden age it, of Osirian. Is it a follower of Nethus? Uh, no, Nethashun is a, in much the way as the, in much the way that the German people have words for a very specific set of circumstances. Mm. Nethashun does. Nethashun means a servant who betrays the trust of their master and leads to their death. Oh. Suspiciously specific. This is maybe specific. the sister. Uh, Hollis explains that and then says, oh, what if this is Jashura's sister? She would have been a servant 
she didn't really betray him, I guess. She never wanted to work with him to begin with. But there were a lot of people that betrayed him, so maybe it's one of them that's in here. I mean, we've already... Just Sura is not here, which she would have been one of the first ones that I would have thought of. And Mm -hmm. his brother got turned to ash, so he wouldn't be be in here. And we've already dealt with the crocodiles. And Homer obviously wasn't buried here. No, he conveniently wasn't available. I mean, that was pretty smart. Well, um... Who else was there? A lot of people betrayed this man. I mean, pretty much everyone. It could be anybody. Well, seriously, in all of in the stories, is there anybody else that we're forgetting? Because God, there were so many people. Um, and are these golems? And does my golem being scarab go? Oh, good, good call, good call. Should have done that first. Does not activate. Okay. So they deserve to be stung by the wasps because they're betraying their master. I think that's kind of the vibe we've got. Oh, is I there anything there's magical? Wasp. There's not wasps inside of them, are there? Don't you have a wasp bow? Well, I, I do, but like I think they're I magical seek wasps, wasps though. on other people, but I don't like them. That's true. So how do we it's open this door? It's a whole Batman door? thing. I don't like bats, so I'm gonna send bats to my enemies. <laughs> oh, bats are so good though. Well, I guess Citra will step up to the door and. Well, I want to detect magic on some statues. Oh, and these gems. Maybe the gems are magical. Uh, oh. Detecting magic on the statues, you may make an Arcana check. Ooh. Hmm. I roll a thirteen for a forty-one on that knowledge Arcana. Looking this over, uh, Hollis, you can tell that there's a magical aura on each of these statues. Uh, the magical aura appears to be some form of faint illusion. There's some sort of illusion on these statues. Like that they're what we see is not what we see? I mean, we'd have to go poke around on them and see. I guess Masika's going to step forward and kind of start poking at the statue that's like five feet away from her. They're full of holes. They're full of holes? They're full of holes. Yes, the, the I... statues, they're covered. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forget that you can't see through illusions. God dang it, too. wasps inside. <laughs> Don't touch them. I, I have a bad feeling. There are wasps inside. Is, it, be, buzz- is it buzzing? They'd be undead wasps. Which is worse. That's wild. Is not there some type of... Um, I feel like I've heard stories of e- extraplanar wasps. Evil wasps. Wait, so these statues are covered in wasps and you didn't say anything about it? No, <laughs> I don't see any they wasps on them. Holes. They're just full of holes. Like okay, someone's full of holes. Okay, okay. drilled holes in them. Or Have you ever seen a statue that gets sunk down to the bottom of the ocean? I have not. Mollusks and other small things will burrow holes in the statue and make little homes inside of them. It's there kind are of like wasps that. that do that. That's what I'm telling you. Now I'm that I've touched the statue, can I see the holes? Yeah, but see, if you want to make a will save, you can attempt to, uh, why. to disbelieve the statue's I'm just going to just it's gonna disbelieve It's going to have something them. to do with this door, probably. I roll a 13, and that gets me a 31 to disbelieve the illusion on the statue so I can see these holes. Masika, you trace your fingers over the side of the statue. Oh, no. After a second, you feel something. This is a tryptophobia. Gently tickling the tip of your finger. Masika Ah! yanks her finger out. Slow. As you yank your finger out, it comes with it somehow seemingly compressed into this hole. A wasp. Not a small wasp. Oh, F. But like a two-inch long wasp. The creature on your fingertip buzzes angrily. Oh, gosh, you did it. You you, As you hit the nest. It does so. Oh, the buzzing is answered. I, 
from the statue you. behind <gasps> you, the statue I next to it. I just wanted to disbelieve the illusion. <laughs> the statue on the other side, as you have interacted with the the statues, each of them oh, from no. illusory holes seems to <laughs> burst with swarms God, of wasps why? as they balloon out, almost making this hazy cloud surrounding it, giving you the impression that perhaps other than whatever paper mache construct of a home they make inside of it, each of these statues is just a thin veneer of stone and plaster over a massive wasp nest. Wild. In fact, Why? you have a moment before this actually begins that everyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge of the planes. They're going to be... Did I seriously call it? Uh, gosh, okay, that's a good roll. I rolled a 16, which gets me a 44. With a 44, Hollis, you are able to identify these as being, especially because they are, they are black and yellow wasps with literal glowing red eyes. <laughs> the evil red eyes! Hell wasps. Why? Oh, no. Even Hell's fiendish inhabitants know to stay clear of the maddening buzz of Hell wasp swarms. Individual Hell wasps are mindless, but when swarmed together, they gain a hive mind that torments the living and the dead alike. Sages and Diabolists argue as to why this happens, but a favorite explanation is that all Hell wasps contain a dispersed soul of some greater devil scattered and imprisoned by his rivals for infractions lost to mortal knowledge. Though intelligent, these swarms are often difficult to understand or reason with, and can only speak in a fashion with its mirrored droning wings. The chatter is often little more than repetitive mantras of insults and the voicing of twisted and base desires of the swarm. They have little use of reason, diplomacy, or discourse in other circumstances for its desires are as savage as its home plane. And I will need initiative from the party. Ah, how high is the ceiling? Oh, why? <laughs> the ceiling in this chamber is 20 feet high. Do I know anything about wasps? About why them? did I have to put out well, let's that go ahead into and, the about, universe? Let's go ahead and get some initiative going here. And then uh, let me go ahead and... Jeff Goldblum right now. Why, 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 why do you have to touch it? Because I'm sure if we touched the door, they were going to do it anyway. I know, I know. I figured they would, but maybe like, the holes were like, you put the stone in the right hole or something. Yeah. Oh. Gosh, dang it. Sudi's going to be useless in this fight. I have a really And they're hell wasps, which probably means they have fire immunity, so I can't even do, like, a torch or an alchemist fire or anything. Frickin' mummy's mask and it's dang swarms. They had to give us one more swarm for the road. <laughs> One more for the Hell road. Wasps. Why? Uh, dang, man. All right, let's go ahead and get some initiative from the party. Hollis Starkweather. Hollis rolls an 11 for an 18. Be a great time for a Wallow Stone. Soon oh, Goddard. Yeah, but I don't have one. City <laughs> so. rolls a 5 for an 11. I could get one, but by then they'll have gone. Masika of the Beckon. Masika rolls an 18 for a 20. Citra Nahamra. Uh, Citra rolls a 15 for a 21. All right. Two rolls a 19 for a 27. So combat begins. Two gets first initiative. Does two have a oh, and, uh, destroy quick, all the swarms? Uh, Hollis, you may ask four questions pertaining towards the Hellwasp swarm. Let's go special attacks. First off, they are poisonous. Mm. 
mostly it causes uh, paralysis via dexterity damage. Great. And is difficult to resist. Mm. Great. They are also swarms, and therefore they have the distraction special ability, which is also always fun. Distraction being that a uh, creature with this ability can nauseate the creatures that it damages. Yeah, it's not fun at all. Okay. And in addition to that, they also have Inhabit. A hellwall swarm can enter the body of a helpless or dead creature by crawling into its mouth or other orifices. Oh, that's right. Inhabiting the body requires one minute, and the victim must be small, medium, or large. The swarm uh, can abandon any body afterwards, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Any attack uh, against the host deals half damage against the swarm itself, although the swarm's DR resistances and immunities uh, may negate some or all of this damage. In essence, can turn uh, dead bodies into zombies. However, if it... uh, enters inside of a living body, it more or less controls them via dominate monster. However, the swarms also slowly eat them from the inside, at which point eventually you'll just die of constitution damage. Gross. Uh, It is easy to tell a Hellwas inhabited creature because its skin crawls with the forms of the various insects inside of them. This is very candy, man. Okay. Ew. Um, (laughs) wow. These last Um, two episodes have been a little bit, actually just this episode has been very body horror centric. It's very body horror. I don't like. I don't what? like it all. It's not my thing, man. Are the Hell Waspasis's special defenses? Defenses. They have damage reduction, although knowing what overcomes their damage reduction is a separate question. Are they big enough we can actually even damage them? Mm. They are swarm creatures, therefore they have standard swarm traits. So basically they are not subject to critical hits or flanking or precision-based damage. Uh, in fact, because they are a swarm of... Uh, diminutive creatures, they are in fact impervious to damage of all forms from martial oh, sources. Great. No physical damage will be uh, in effect for this fight. Great. Okay. Uh, they I'm can occupy the same space storm. as other creatures, etc., etc. In addition to that, these are also vermin. Uh, as a vermin creature, they are mindless. They have no intelligence score, although in the case of the Hellwasp swarm, that is somewhat uh, untrue as they do have rudimentary intelligence. However, uh, since they are swarm, they are also impervious, impervious to any spell effect that targets a single creature, because they are also swarm, so disintegrate, etc. Yeah, vermin doesn't really give them a whole lot. Uh, let's see, any other special? Oh yes, also they have fire resistance. Dang it! I'll okay, give it to well, you since that's plan. really the only thing left uh, that they have a fire resistance of ten. So it's not impossible to damage them with fire. Yeah, I'm like I don't know special qualities or I don't know. Yeah, they fly. They have dark vision. Yeah, okay. They're gross. Fire's bad. Yeah, Don't let them inhabit you. However, two does get first initiative. I almost feel a little bad for going ahead and just doubling down on this, but... No, two, get them. Get them. Get them. Banish them back to the hells. Yeah, if we can murder they came. them, just, yeah, murder. We're not going to be sad about it. We're yeah, going to have enough however, to deal with later. However, two is lawful good, so even though tactically speaking hitting Masika with a spell that definitely wouldn't kill her, but might actually severely hurt her, wouldn't be in his wheelhouse. So he he'll only hit, hit two of the swarms. <laughs> Masika's like, oh, God! <laughs> They're all <laughs> over her. Um, I mean, that's up to you. Like, he'll start casting it if Mas- if it seems like a... If he had a conversation with Masika the night before that was like, by the way, just so you know, if, if things get really bad, you can lightly singe me with a spell. Yeah, especially if I'm covered in hell wasps. If I'm covered <laughs> okay. in bees. I like that. I like that we didn't even have that conversation. We're just like, you know, if like an ooze eats you or something, you know. What are your limits? <laughs> All right. So uh, if he puts a uh, flame strike in the center of the wall at the back of this room, that is a uh, ten foot radius, forty foot high cylinder. So sure, he'll just go ahead and drop another flame strike because he gets three of those a day. Why not? 
It's either that or a fireball, but the fireball would catch, like, tons of people, depending on no, the angle. Oh, yeah, we don't want to do that. And also half of this is uh, holy damage, so. And holy, he doesn't have holy smite, or it doesn't affect them because they're vermin or something. Well, they're What's not. Are, I don't know if they're actually smite? evil if they're vermin. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does have holy smite, but they're not evil outsiders. They're just extra planar evil creatures, so. Oh, they are evil. Hey. Well, of course they're evil. They're called hell wasps. <laughs> I they're don't know, even. man. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he extends a, a hand and drops a column of fire down on them. I'm going to need reflex saves from all of the little hell waspy guys. And Masika of the Beckon. Masika rolls an 18, which gets her a 27 on her uh, reflex save. So Masika saves. Actually, all three hell wasp swarms fell. Yes. Sweet. Which is unfortunate yes. for them. No, don't say that. They deserve this for surprising us. Ooh, uh, so that's 59 points of damage. Half is fire, yes. half is holy. So for Masika, that is 29 points of damage. Half is fire, half is holy. That is a-okay hunky-dory. I don't have any resistances anyway, so. You do have your ring. It's going to lightly burn Sudi, but. Yeah. Oh, right. What? The ring. If she activates that ring because it creates a fire oh, shield around her right. that damages it a people next to her. Yeah. Uh, however, that is still a painful adjusted 49 points of damage to each one of these things. Good. They're as the, uh, the air fills with the, uh, the burning smell of scores of wasps. It didn't kill them? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> well, it, it did not them. kill them. It probably killed a bunch of them, but there's a bunch more underneath them. Two will take a five-foot step forward and to the side to attempt to bravely draw their fire. Okay. However, the first swarm just swarms straight over Masika and Sudi. Yeah. Uh, rolling forward that. directly over them. Of course, that does provoke attack of opportunity, but you cannot damage them with no. weapons. As no. they roll over you, uh, they will then end their turn dealing... Less than three points of damage. Less than three points of damage. That's not less than Ooh, three points of damage. 15 points of damage as they start biting Ow. all over you. I will need two fortitude saves. Wait, two fortitude saves? Two fortitude saves. Okay. One is for the poison. The other one is for the... Wasp crawling inside of your mouth. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, all right, first Singing one. your I get... eyes, everything else, getting under your Good clothes. Good lord. Uh, the first one, I get an 18 for a 38. <laughs> the second one is God, a four for a 24. Uh, Masika mm. rolls double 12s and gets two 24s. Okay. You're both good. I don't uh, think Rachel the player is good, but I think no, you guys are No, I don't good. do bug mouth. No. 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 Nope. Mm -mm. Not I good. mean, if this was real life, I would be dead because I'm allergic, but you know. Oh, same Z's. Yep. Same Z's. Crawling up your nose, everything. Uh, from the Hell Wasps, we go to Citra Nahamra. Uh, I had a plan, but these guys are. These guys have a resistance to fire. That is true. 10. Uh, well, since Citra's uh, original plan to use a wall of fire against the Hell Wasp, which I guess I should have known with Hell in their name that fire wasn't going to work, <laughs> um, she is going to once again pull out her wand of lightning bolts and uh, try and the get them with that. So I believe I can dungeon. hit two of them, two of the swarms. Uh, and yeah, two. by putting a lightning bolt straight through two, which will, of course, in no way affect the Exender, will uh, hit both of them. Yes, so... Having a guy that's immune to every element is actually pretty useful. It's for really nice because <laughs> all of our elements are, are area effects. That's not right. actually all that nice because my two way. big area effects I have prepared are shout related. So they're four oh, for Oh, yeah, that. yeah. Oh. Maybe don't hit him um, with that. I roll, a, uh, I roll a 16. 
Oh, you don't need to roll for spell resistance. They don't have spell resistance. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, they're just bugs. Okay. So I just need to make some reflex saves. They're just a-hole bugs. They literally have the evil red eyes. All right. Uh, one of them gets a 26. The other gets a 12. Uh, one saves, one fails. All right. So Citra pulls out that wand, points it again, blasts off a streak of uh, electricity, swatting away some of the wasps that are like swarmed over Sudi and are starting to enter her square. All right. Uh, that is 34 points of damage. Ow. Uh, so uh, one of the swarms takes full damage. The other takes half of that, which I believe is uh, 17. So a solid blast as it sears over. Again, you're trying to avoid uh, Sudi as much as possible as you sear a blast of, uh, of electricity through the square next to him. It slices like right past Two's leg and arcs along the... Uh, the full length of his leg to no effect before slicing into the other swarm, blasting into the center of them. That one seems Are to have rocked back. Uh, nope, nope, they're still very much alive. Oh my gosh. Uh, Citra will take a five-foot step back. <laughs> Smart. Citra retreats. That brings us to the uh, the northernmost uh, Hellwasp swarm, the one on the right statue, uh, which sees the opportune target of two and rolls over him. Uh, biting the large size currently, Exender. I don't actually know if they can do enough damage to damage him, so let's see. Uh, dealing 11 points of damage, which will, tr which will translate to one point of damage to two. That's enough for uh, poison. Yep, so two will then have to roll against the poison. He does get a plus four bonus this. Getting a 35, which will save against the poison. And a 26 for the distraction as two just begins to like wrap his wings around him like a protective flaming cocoon. I need those. Let me in the flaming <laughs> cocoon. <laughs> it's like a giant burning hug. <laughs> From there, we go to Masika of the Beckon. Oh, God. Cold them. Um, cold them. Covered in bees. Please cold them. Hit me if you have to. I don't care. Yeah, we're going to be playing that game. Yes. All right, Masika steps back and out of the swarm, so she's pretty much against the door, um, and she's going to cast Cone of Cold. Starts pounding on the door. Let me in! <laughs> I don't care if you're undead. Let me so, in. So, something on the other side is, is pounding out, going, let me in, let me in. Not the shoon. I, I don't think you're too bad. <laughs> let me in. Yeah, I keep I'd betray him, too. <laughs> I, so, yes, I don't blame them at all. So, yes, I will cast Cone of Cold. They need to make a reflex save. All right, that'll strike all three swarms and two, who's, of course, impervious to cold. Getting a lot of mileage out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is 17, 18, and 20. They all fail. They'll nice. take 49 <sighs> points of cold damage. Get them. Nice. 49, ouch. Yeah. Freeze them. With a blast of frigid cold, a wave of cold washes over the trio of swarms. By the time that the, the cloud clears from the blast of frigid cold, just a few feeble wings beat from the array of shattered Masika frozen Masika yells at Narmer insects. to spit on anything that's moving. Ah. <laughs> you, you pull Narmer out of the bag, tuck him under your arm, and like a super soaker, just like squeeze yeah. him like a, like it's, a bag It's straight Splatoon at that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, before it even gets to the third one's turn, or Hollis's, oh, or Sudi's for that matter, the swarms are are dead. Yeah, Citra is just going around, stepping on anything still moving. Like, no. Yeah, this is fine. This is very fine. Uh, 
Masika gets in line at the queue in front of two. <laughs> it's really just the two of us, and like two got one hit. Yeah, point. I'll also go look at the door while y'all queue. Yeah, same. And see if the stones are magic or. Yeah, I'll check it for traps. You don't see any signs of traps? You can tell that the cartouche on this stone is magical. There's also a magical effect on this stone, although what it is specifically you can't tell without a spellcraft check. I will spellcraft. Uh, I roll a 16 for a 44 on my spellcraft. Hollis, looking this over, you can tell that apparently simply placing your hand upon the cartouche and speaking the word, Nethashen, will cause the stone to sink down into the ground. There is a magical effect on this that seems to link it up to something inside of the walls that seems to activate this effect. Hmm. All right. Uh, in addition to that, easy. you can tell that there seems to be a triggered ghost sound. Which would wake up the freaking wasps. That's what's going to yeah, wake up the wasps. I mean, we just got to put our hand on this and say the word. And it makes some weird noise, but that should be it. Yeah, I suppose let's do it. I guess they kind of wanted you to open the door to get the swarms on you. He's getting more creative, I got to say. He's a very creative man. <laughs> I love that the, the people who grew up in the desert are like, oh, these wasps? No, 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 no. No one likes these wasps. I have no idea if they're even wasps in the desert. But I just they open the bag, sugar's eating Terrible times. They're spicy. <laughs> That's what I got. That's how sugar gets the fiendish template. I was oh, no. say, that, that's probably dangerous considering the poison that they have. It's like eating puffer fish. <laughs> I suppose, Sudi, you reach out a hand, touch the cartouche. The stone sinks slowly down into the ground. From the walls to your left and right, you can hear a soft clockwork tick, 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 tick. And a ghost sound comes to you sounding like the loud, angry buzzing of insects ah. coming from every side. Nice. Okay. As the stone descends into the earth, as you step forward into the chamber beyond, you walk into a large room and a strange scene. The scent of incense is heavy in this chamber. Columns flank a feather hieroglyph made of turquoise stones set into the room's floor. Two rows of four columns make their way down to the far end of the room, where you can see a number of men, five perhaps. Each one of these are robed figures, many standing around the foot of a canopied bed, hung with diaphanous white cloth. Another stands beside it, holding the canopy aloft, and the fifth one stands back, swinging a censer from which white smoke rises and seems to be the source of the incense here. Okay. The man next to the bed, clad in the robes of a priest, wearing the skin of a leopard, huh. lets the canopy drop back into place. We have failed. This is no longer our business. We have appealed to Isis, Osiris, and Sekhmet. The three figures at the foot of the bed lowered their heads, seemingly in shame. Oh, is this the sun? But none will bring back life to the shell. The Nethashen is now in the hands of Anubis. The man looks up past the three figures, looks straight to the group of you as you enter the chamber. He is yours. Take his body so that it might be prepared for burial. We must honor all the forms. The five figures lower their heads and begin a low, constant chant. 
I will pick it up here next time. Everybody da, da, else da, da, is seeing da, da, this, da, da. right? This isn't a mask vision. No, this is real. <laughs> Not the mask vision. Did I accidentally walk into a mask vision? <laughs> two, two, what do you see? Masika turns around and just hefts two up like a small child since he's currently small sized. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn to carry you. Not once for illusion, not twice for illusion. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mummy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.